to you, Lord, right at the start of this meeting, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your presence in this place tonight, Lord. We thank you that you're here. And that's a blessing. With the Spirit's quickening power. Oh, Jesus. We pray tonight that you'll, you'll lose those spirits of love, joy, peace in the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. And you'll set, set the captives free tonight, Lord, to praise and magnify your name in truth and reality tonight, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Lord Jesus, we do thank you for your presence, your blessings on us tonight. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I like the read, Sonic. Very start this meeting. One John. Starting at the first verse. One John one. Hallelujah. One John one. Bless the Lord. It says here, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it. Hallelujah. And bear witness. And show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and what was manifest unto us. Do you know, I thank God tonight that I'm alive. Not just alive in a physical sense, but alive in a spiritual sense because of what happened when Christ came to earth. You know, I, I thank God tonight that, that that word is plain. It says, it was manifested. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. Thank God tonight there is no darkness in, in God. You know, for many years I... I lived in a light and shade experience. Uh, I'm trying to put it in words, but I used to, to listen to what men said, and I found over a period of years that people used to lift me up and then say, well, it's not quite like that, brother, because there's this, and this, and this, and this, and you'll never, never be good enough the way you're going on anyway, to attain unto this. But you know, I've found over the years that my experience has been that it's by faith that we enter into this experience of life. And you know, we take the things that we have in this life, in the spirit, by faith. You know, all the apostles and all, if you look back on it, all the, all the people in the New Testament, they went in faith, believing what God had done in them. And what God had done for them. And do you know they were very excited people? I thank God they, they got stirred up. <laughs> they carried on in an outrageous way. On the day of Pentecost, people thought they were mad and full of new wine and drunken. But you know, it was the power of God's Spirit working in their lives. And do you know, it says there that, that your joy might be full. It's joy when it, when it comes is, well, 
It's something that overflows <laughs> from within. You can't keep it quiet. You can't, <laughs> you can't but manifest this life. It talks about manifesting it. Well, let's manifest this life. Oh, bless the Lord. It says, if we, if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in the darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, God's son, cleanses us from all sin. That was what I was trying to say, you know. Um, I used to keep going back in my shell because of what, what happened to me, my experiences, uh, the temptations that came upon me, and I failed. God didn't say that we wouldn't fail along our halfway. And people used to say, well, you're not spiritual enough to go on, brother, until you've overcome that thing. But, you know, it doesn't say that there. It says, for God's, the blood of God's Son, Jesus Christ, cleanses us from all sin. It's by faith, brother and sister, tonight that we take our place in God's kingdom. Oh, bless the Lord. And it says here, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. You know, for many years... I deceived myself because I thought that I could live without sin. But we have, we have a situation where Paul talks about it in here. It says where um, the things that we would do, we find we can't do. And the things that we, <laughs> we didn't really want to do, we find we're doing. But you know, it's, it's more than that. It's a light experience. It's what God's done in here that counts, brother and sister. It's that which has changed our lives. As far as I'm concerned, it's, it's, it's a change in our life that Christ is after, uh, that these light might shine in. It says here, and if we, are, if we confess our sins, now if you're feeling condemned tonight, brother and sister, the best thing to do is to tell God about it. <laughs> Don't tell me about it. <laughs> Many years, I used to go around telling other people of failings and their faults. And... It didn't do much good because they, I found they used it against me afterwards. <laughs> because they couldn't, they couldn't forgive me for what I'd done. There's only one that can forgive us, and that's Christ. And you know, he says, faithful, he is faithful, and just to forgive us from our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Tonight, brother and sister, if you're not feeling clean, get clean now. Because it's only a matter of confession of your of, of your of your situation right now, of anything that's happened to you, or things that that think make you think in a, a in a way that is um, not in the light of God's spirit. That's what God wants you to be in tonight: a light of God's spirit, that He might shine in on you. No darkness at all. Praise the Lord. It says it there. It doesn't. It doesn't give us a half light or a, a shadowy situation. He says we can bathe in this this love. And this light, direct. <coughs> I think I'll leave it there for the bit. I was going to read a bit in the next chapter, but uh, I believe that that's just the message that God's given me tonight, that we might confess whatever our situation is tonight to God, that he might shine that light upon us, that we might be able to be full of life tonight. The life of God. Oh, I thank God for the life that's in these young people here tonight. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> I wish I'd had that life when I was there, eh? <laughs> Bless the Lord. They are. It's a wonderful thing. So, feel free tonight, brother and sister. We're in a free meeting. Um, but some people say it might, might think we're a bit too free. But, but be, be patient with us because uh, we're only um, learning. All of us, aren't we, as we go on with the Spirit? 
But you know, what a wonderful thing it is to be able to let ourselves go <coughs> in God and express ourselves to Him. That's what He's really after tonight. He wants to know you love Him. He wants to feel feel that love from you. He wants to feel that life from you. Because uh, I believe that God, God has no other way of expressing Himself than in His people. Tonight, He has no other way of expressing Himself but in you and me, brother and sister, on this earth. And tonight he wants us to let ourselves go in him. Might I encourage you to do that? Have a go for the Lord. If you feel the Lord moving upon you to say something or do something or start a chorus or what have you, well, feel free to do it, brother and sister, because we're all together. It's a family thing. It's an open thing. Bless the Lord. Just, just let yourself go and... Just express yourself to God. Hallelujah.
Cyprus? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just thinking, um, heart and soul into it, put everything we've got into it, and the bodily sacrifice, which is our reasonable service. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. So let's continue to rejoice in the victory that's already won for us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes, bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
arms on the person next to you, join hands and sing this, and sing it to the Lord, that he may, you may touch tonight. That's the most important thing that can happen tonight in this meeting, is that you touch Jesus. We can say words, we can talk all evening, we can say marvellous things that will tick your ears, but you know, there's nothing like the touch of Jesus on each and every life in this place. I know I need a touch tonight. Oh, bless Jesus. Oh, so just reach out and touch him. Close your eyes, that's very important, so you, so you can lose contact with the earth and just... Make contact with heaven now. Maybe you've never done it before, but I encourage you to do it tonight because you will feel something when God touches you. I guarantee you. Oh, bless you, Jesus. Touching Jesus is all that
Somebody set the door to success is able to push. No? <laughs> no? Don't want to sit on you. <laughs> Don't want another person. <laughs> if anybody hasn't felt welcome here tonight, well you are, just feel welcome, please. I don't know whether you got a welcome as you came in, but anyhow, everybody's welcome here, everybody can get in. We've got room for a few more around here, yeah. you know everybody's coming. Anyway, anybody downhearted here tonight? Anybody who's disappointed they came? Anybody's just disappointed? Well, we've got some good news for you. Senior, this is the way, that's good news too. But there's a word here, I'll give you the chapter and verse, and we'll have the sermon first, and then we'll have the reading afterwards. So. <laughs> Zechariah 14. Zechariah chapter 14. Now, Zechariah was the chap who mentioned, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And most of what he said is real spiritual. And... Now, how can I introduce this? I, I must, I'm pinching somebody else's word, really. That's what it amounts to. Gladys and I were listening to a tape the other day from uh, Fiskerton, my number 73, if you want to get it. <laughs> it's real good. Some of you folks took part in it, I think. But anyway, um, Henry mentioned there that it was drawn to his attention by Connie that the Mount of Olives has got cracks appearing here. Just listen. Just listen. This is good news. Good news. Watch, says Zechariah. Watch. Jesus said, watch, didn't he? He said, watch. All the, the events leading up to the time we're having now, we've got to watch for. We've still got to keep watching. Look at the events, the world events that have happened during this past week or so. Yeah. What we think is disaster for some people, well it is, but it's got to be, it's, it's God moving, his, juggling around with the forces of the world to, to be in the right position. Yeah. I can see it happening, and I'm ignorant of what a lot of things are. Anyway, watch this Zechariah, for the day of the Lord is coming soon. On that day the Lord will gather together the nations to fight Jerusalem. <laughs> The city will be taken, the houses rifled, the loot divided, the women raped, half the population will be taken away as slaves, and half will be left in what remains in the city. What did you say? That was good news. You listen. Listen a bit more. You will escape through that for it, is, it will reach across to the city gate. Yes, you will escape as your people did along long centuries ago from the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. And the Lord, my God, shall come, and all his saints and angels will come. <coughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. The sun and moon and stars will no longer shine, yet there will be continuous day. Only the Lord knows how. There will be no normal day and night at evening time, it will still be light. Life-giving waters will flow out from Jerusalem, half toward the Dead Sea and half toward the Mediterranean, flowing continuously both in winter and in summer. And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. 
In that day there shall be one Lord. His name alone shall be worshipped. All the land from Geba, the northern border of Judah, to Rimmon, the southern border, will become one vast plain. <coughs> Jerusalem will be on an elevated site, covering the area all the way from the gate of Benjamin over to the site of the old gate, then to the corner gate, and from the tower of Hananel to the king's wine presses. And Jerusalem shall be inhabited, safe at last, never again to be cursed and destroyed. <coughs> and the Lord will send a plague on all the people who fought Jerusalem. They will become like walking corpses, their flesh rotting away, their eyes will shrivel in their sockets, and their tongues will decay in their mouths. They will be seized with terror, panic-stricken from the Lord, and will fight against each other in hand-to-hand -hand <coughs> combat. Judah, all Judah will be fighting at Jerusalem. The wealth of all the neighbouring nations will be confiscated. Great quantities of gold and silver and fine clothing. This same plague will strike horses, camels, sorry, the horses, mules, camels, donkeys and all other animals in the enemy camp. In the end, those who survived the plague <coughs> will go up to Jerusalem each year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, to celebrate a time of thanksgiving. And any nation anywhere in all the world that refuses to come to Jerusalem to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, will have no reign. But if Egypt refuses to come, God will punish her with some other plague. And so Egypt and the other nations will all be punished if they refuse to come. In that day the bells on the horses will have written on them, these are holy property. And the trash cans, that's dustbins, in the temple of the Lord will be as sacred as the bowls beside the altar. In fact, every container in Jerusalem and Judah shall be sacred to the Lord of hosts. All who come to worship may use them free of charge, to boil their sacrifices in. There will be no more grasping traders in the temple of the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Now if that's not good news for us who believe, I don't know. Yeah. You know, there's an old hymn, we, well we're going to sing it now in a minute, uh, Jim can produce the tune no doubt. He's, he's, a lot of music in that squeeze box, you know, it keeps coming out. Oh, <laughs> worship the King, all glorious above, I greatly sing his power and his love. If anybody wants a book, we've got something outside, it's number 10 in Redemption, but if you can manage the words, well, I think we ought to sing that now, because we are here to worship the King of Kings. Praise the Lord.
different that idea was for my life. You know, I was a young man and I, I liked fiddling around with electronics and all sorts of things and uh, I was working an amplifier for somebody in a meeting once uh, and looking after the microphones and make sure the levels are right and all the rest of it. And I don't know what happened to me really, honestly and truthfully, but you know I suddenly found God touch me. And that's that's why we, we worship the way we do, because we're looking for the moving of the Spirit in each and every heart in this meeting. Not just, not just the people um, that might, might look to us in the natural way that they need something from God, but God has his way of dealing with each and every heart in this place. I thank God tonight. He dealt with my heart those 
what, 15 or 16 years ago. You know, it changed my life. I, I'd already been changed once when I got saved, but this was different. You know, so many things that I had been told weren't for God and weren't for going for God. God had given me his gifts I never used. And that's true of each and every one of us. I believe, you know. There's so many things God has given us, and I'm not talking about natural gifts. I haven't got any natural gifts as far as uh, moving in the Spirit. But, you know, God had started long ago in my heart, long before I knew Him, God had planted a seed in my heart. God, had made, God makes each, each and every one of us what we are in Him. And, you know, God, that seed grew. It's a faith seed, and it grew, and it's growing today, brother and sister. I thank God that we are in the last times, as Dave was reading there. Um, many times I was in fear of what would happen in the olden ways, the old way where we used to go on. I used to think, well, will I be okay? Will I have enough strength? Will I, will I be out and meet him in the air? Will I have, you know, when he comes, will I, you know? But I thank God that God has changed me. God has made me ready right now. And he makes each and every one of us ready by the Spirit. If, if we'll let ourselves go to him. You know, the, the problem the why I hadn't re really entered into the move of the Spirit in all my life was I hadn't let go. Let God have a go in me. You know, I was limited to what I thought I could understand and the words that I could put together in the natural but you know, I thank God that it doesn't work like that. I thank God tonight that when I came into this place, I really didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't even know who was coming. Uh, uh, I, I just didn't want to know. I thank God that I don't want to know when we come into the Spirit what's going to happen. But I do, I do seek this one thing, and I, I, I covet that in, in each and every one of your brothers and sisters. You will release yourself over into God's hands that he might move through you in a greater way. It's something greater than you can think or understand with your mind. It's, this is a spiritual thing we're in. I was, God was saying to me prior to this meeting start, we don't wrestle against uh, flesh and blood. We wrestle, wrestle against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. And you know... That's what we have to overcome. You know, there's so many times when we come into a meeting, there's a damper on it. There's, there's not enough lifting in the meeting. It's, it's not because of people and it's not because of how they feel. It's because of spiritual dampers that are put on the things. But, you know, God has given us a, a spirit, an overcoming spirit. And this is what God did for me that day when I, when I was sitting by that <coughs> amplifier. God gave me something that overcame my own personal feelings, my own personal problems, my own, my own spirit. It gave me something that was greater. A spirit that, that oh, it bubbles. It, 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 it flows over. It flows through. The kingdom of God is within you. Yes, it's a wonderful oh, thing. Oh, bless the Lord. And I thank God tonight. And I'm, 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 not, I'm not telling you this because of what God's done in me. And, uh, um, and it's, it's exclusive. And uh, you ought to attain to this, brother and sister. I'm not telling you this tonight. It's because I want you to enter into something more. And I want to enter into something more myself tonight. In Jesus. And then we can only do it 
as we let ourselves go, as we forget about ourselves, as we, as we enter into this wonderful spirit. That day, I didn't know which was up and which was down. I found I was dancing. I'd never danced in my life before. But God set my feet going and he set me moving. And I found that in the dancing, I had victory. I had liberty. I had, do you know, it's a funny thing, you know, I... Previously, I've read many times in the world, it says bodily exercise profiteth little, rather exercise yourself unto godliness. Well, <laughs> I've read that through, but you know, I've found that dancing is an exercise unto godliness. It's not the, it's not the movement, brother and sister, it's the entering in to the Spirit of God. You know, if you read through the Bible, and I'm... I haven't made a study of it, but every time I open it, I find somewhere else where somebody else got set free and they started having a go. <laughs> I've been reading the Acts a lot lately. Boy, they did get excited. <laughs> David used to get excited when he brought the, uh, the, the, the ark into the temple. <laughs> Miriam got excited when they crossed the Red Sea. Well, God wants us to be more excitable, I believe. You know, and that, I, I don't, People sometimes misunderstand that. They think, well... We live on excitement. We don't live on excitement. We don't live on our feelings, but we live on that move of God's Spirit through our lives. And I encourage you tonight, brother and sister, to enter into a little bit more of what God has for each and every one of us. I'm not saying you've got to come our way. It's not like that. I'm not saying you've got to come the way I came. But there is a way. And there is a, is a something more in God for each and every one of us in this day and age. You know... Uh, Dave has talked about how things are going in the world. The things in the world are getting worse and worse and worse. And, and so often we, we in the church or in the, in the spiritual work, we think things in the spiritual work are getting worse and worse. And we go along with the things of the world. Uh, reading in that chapter, it talks about that. But you know, things in the spirit, I believe, are getting better and better and better. And as the day approaches of Christ coming back, it, says, it talks in there about a lively church without spot or wrinkle, washed in the blood of the Lamb. That's what I'm looking for tonight, brother and sister. A move of God's Spirit amongst His people that they might, might come out of religious, religious things and come into a reality of experience and life. Oh, hallelujah. That, that doesn't mean to say you've got to come the way I've been, but there is something more, brother and sister, tonight to go on for. And I believe that by the Spirit... We can do it. Now, we don't do it in our own strength. We do it by giving ourselves over to God. That's why I was encouraging you to put your hands on one another and close your eyes just to let God move in your life. It's an important thing that we let God move in our lives day by day. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Do that again. Put your hands on one another. Let that spirit flow. Flow through me, Holy Spirit, flow through me, flow through me, Holy Spirit, flow through me, as I
I, that just came to me, you know, because there's people here tonight who can't, don't seem to be able to enter this meeting. Don't seem to be able to enter into this meeting. And I was thinking about what Alan read. He read a bit about uh, about the uh, from John John one there. It says marvelous little verses. Is that then this then is the message which we have heard of him. This is what old John. John loved people, you know. He loved them. He really loved people. John did. Yeah. And this is what is this was John's message. This was John's message. You see. Uh, which we have heard of him, and which we declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. You know, light is a wonderful thing, isn't it? Natural light, but I'm talking now about the reason and the light of God. The reason and the light of God. Now, everybody who's in that light and in that reason sees the same way. So we can all enter in. We enter into spiritual things, we can trust and love one another, because we're in the light of God. Thank you, That's what love is all about, isn't it, really? God is love, it says. God is light, and in Him there's no darkness at all. You know, it's a funny thing when you think about people who believe, you know. Like, I've got quite a different idea about people as it's gone on, you know. Uh, thinking about Israel, I, I was asking myself a question. It's funny how it comes, comes to you sometimes. Isaiah chapter 60, if you can read it before I can. Isaiah chapter 60, it says this. And I asked myself, who was he talking to? Well, he was talking to those people that believe the Lord, you see. Isaiah chapter 60. It's the first verse. Now, everybody in this room, so far as we know tonight, believes the Lord, see. Abraham says, believe the Lord, and it's counted unto him for righteousness. That's what about Abraham. Abraham just believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now, as I look around this place, I've not faced that I don't know, I've faced the Lord alone. And it's a lot of that I do, but everyone I look at, I believe that they believe the Lord, you see. They believe the Lord, you see. Now, he was writing to the people that were, well, you know all about the children of Israel. There was 12 of them, and they were always rowing and, and banging one another, and chucking, chucking one another. And I was looking at his red socks, see how marvellous they were tonight, because I was jealous of many colours, of many colours, you know, you see. And they even chucked in a bit, they were a family. You know, families get like that. They don't have to run one up, run up the wrong way, but sometimes the right way, you see. And they were all different characters. And as I look around tonight, well, they're all different characters here. Everybody's got, praise the Lord, he's not made any more like me. That's what I say, you know. <laughs> <laughs> good job, like the other people. But, you know, God, he, he, he had a blessing to those people because they believed. Well, they're not old lot, you see. There was old Jacob, and he was twisted, and he could go through them all. There was good, bad, and indifferent, but they believed God. And as we look around, we tend to sort of judge people. Can't judge people. What we see on the outside, see. But God was prepared to bless all those that believed. All those that believed. All of them. You see, yes. because he loved them. Now it says here, it says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen now on thee. Oh, I wonder what that means. Well, that's the light, isn't it? It's the wonderful light. And he shows you all these things he shows in the Bible, and he tells you of a wonderful, marvellous thing that's going to be better than ever we saw in the Old Testament. It, it takes you into the inner temple, and he says, but there's a supreme glory, and it's over the mercy seat, and it's between the two cherubims, and any time of the day or night that you can go in, you, you can see that wonderful light no man's ever lit, that God has come down and he's filled the temple, you see. And God says in his word, we are the temples of the Holy Ghost. We are the temples of the Holy Ghost, you see. Arise and shine, for thy light has come. Arise and shine, for thy light has come. All that believe the Lord, he sent his light upon all that believe that the Lord, he sent his light upon. Uh, arise and shine, for thy light has come, 
For the glory of the Lord is risen now upon thee. You see, that's what God's. That's what the, what the message is about. This is the message of John. This is the me- message. This is the message that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. You see, and light is a wonderful thing. I think the light of, of the reason of the glory of God is a marvelous thing. Now, I look about. I think a, a wonderful. There's some people here from Hermbay tonight. Some people from Cambridge. There's some people from from Norwich and Norfolk. There's all people all around. Now, I look at those people, uh, and I think, you know, what a marvellous potentiality there is. Somebody, somebody from my life years. Marvellous potentiality is in those people, you see. Now, if we were only trying to understand one another in, in God's light, to understand him in God's light, wouldn't it be wonderful? You see, well, my way of worship, worship is not yours. You see, yours is not mine. But if we could only understand one another in the light of the glory of God, you see, well, the hope is within, isn't it? The hope is within. It says, Jesus Christ is the light of the world. The light is every man that cometh into the world. Every man has got that light upon him, and every man can reach out in belief, and he can, he can walk in that light. It's a wonderful salvation. Everybody in this room tonight has got that light, you see. And if we could only, only see the reason behind how God does these things, well, we often do wrong, don't we? Don't, don't we? Oh, we, yeah. we? We do the wrong things. If you don't make mistakes, you don't make anything, see? That's true. If the man who never makes, or the woman who never makes mistakes, never makes nothing. Nothing at all. You don't do anything, you see? So forgive us, brothers and sisters, tonight for our mistakes. We'll forgive you for yours. Forgive us for ours, you see? Because there's a wonderful power in forgiveness, you see? Uh, it says, the blood of Jesus Christ, it says, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, you see? Jesus. So, really, let's have that light. <coughs> you know, let's get a bit wise to the children of this world, oh, because they're, they're getting stuck in. Sometimes they don't really feel much like it. Sometimes they had a rough old day, but when, when it comes to it comes to the punch for different for a different reason for us, they get stuck into those things. You see, mm-hmm. they suddenly find that, that things get better, and, and, and you know, old Georgie with that that grudge against all the years seems somehow to disappear at the Christmas party, doesn't it? Well, Jolly well should disappear here, you know. All those That's things right. that we hold and the, the criticisms that we have. You see, because God is like, like it says, arise and shine, for the glory of the Lord has come upon thee. Now, I don't care how insignificant you feel tonight, but that glory of the Lord has come upon you. That glory of the Lord has come upon me, you see. Amen. Jesus is the light of the world. Hallelujah. That light illuminates the human heart and the human mind and the human Jesus. soul. And it shows us all those things that are lovely and beautiful yes. and wonderful. wonderful. Those yes. things that are joyful, those things that are happy, those things that are peaceful, oh, those things that are yeah. forgiving, those things that are oh, long-suffering. Oh, That's the thing that the light of The other thing is religion, and the other oh, thing is oh, condemnation. Oh, those oh, are the oh, things of the Spirit. And we can step right into that light oh, Jesus. Walk in the light as he is in the light. Thank and the love of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanseth us from all sin. Oh, bless him. Thank you, Jesus. Didn't mean to come. Say what's in your heart. That's the main thing. I've been really, really down. Oh dear. And um, but just well, sort of today really, it's it's all been coming back again. <laughs> because, um, 
Something really happened to me in, in um, at the end of May last year, and and then I felt as though I'd lost it. <laughs> oh, it was awful. <laughs> oh dear. And um, so uh, I've been missing sort of the feeling of. Of um, well, you know how you feel when you you just sort of feel as though you're really on fire and and everything, and then and then it all goes. You think, oh help, what's what's happened? And um, it's then we have to put our faith into action. Yeah. <laughs> God doesn't always give us everything <laughs> the way we think it should be, but you know. His hand is there, stretched out to lead us on. Oh, I thank God that sometimes we can't see where we're walking, but that's the way that God leaves us. Bless you, Ruth. Thank you for your testimony, because it's being real honest with us, each and every one of us that counts, isn't it, really? That's what I like about this way of going on. We don't, we don't have to put on a, an act or a front. We can be honest. And do you know that's one thing God wants us to be is honest. Oh, bless the Lord. Lord Jesus. Pray for Ruth now, Lord. Do you, you're, you're bless her for being honest. As, she, as she's going on now, Lord, we thank you that that face she's expressed will be rewarded. Oh, wonderful Jesus. Bless her, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Bless you, Ruth. Oh, bless the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's no superior business about this. Hallelujah. <laughs> we, we can all feel for one another, can't we? Hallelujah. Oh, bless you, Jesus. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you see, Ruth had been um, slimming a bit. <laughs> and so being her mother, I said, it's going without your food, it makes you miserable. <laughs> and then I thought it was some young man that she was keen on, and he, you know, and I thought of everything else except what it really was. But praise the Lord. <laughs> We've had a few weepy times, haven't we? But the Lord's good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it's what, just what um, Alan was saying about being honest. We just sat on the sofa and we were just honest, weren't we, one night with one another? And she told me she thought I was trying to push her into praising the Lord. Well, you see, um, perhaps she did think that, but it wasn't true. So we just had got it all over with. And, um, yeah. and um, that, that's the great thing. But what I really saw behind it was that since we started up at Cambridge, um, the enemy has tried to put a wedge between one and another of us. Yeah, that's it. And he hasn't come... You know, he's so subtle. He tried to put a wedge between Ruth and Sarah, between me and Sarah. And then, uh, and then he tried to put a wedge between Chris and Robert. And, and really, you know, we have to have our, sense, our spiritual senses all about us. Because 
the enemies. He's got all his about him, and we really need to. We really need to recognize him. And I could see that he was trying to put a wedge between Ruth and me. I could just see that. And, um, and anyway, he's just melted us all together, and, and that's the great thing. Love made a difference. It's the greatest thing. And um, just before Christmas, in, we, a few of us got together in our house who could be there, and there, were a little, there was a little <coughs> bit of <laughs> something that wasn't quite right. But we began to sing that one, Loving One Another. And, he, and, and the Spirit of the Lord just broke us all down. Yeah. And we just wept on one another's necks. Oh, glory. Wonderful. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. And we just loved one another. And, you know, he, he wants us all to be one big lump. Mm-hmm. All together. Yeah. All melted together. Yes. Welded together. Amen. So that there can't be these wedges put no. between us. You see, if there aren't any chinks, if we're all one lump... There's, yes. no, there's nowhere where he can get in. And love is the only way, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. We've tried everything else. Talk about religion. I think I've been in enough religion all my life. I've had enough of it. I have. And the Lord, perhaps I've still got a bit. And there's still a lot to go. But hallelujah. It's going. You've got to remember, though. Glory. one is mighty. But God is almighty. Yes, hallelujah. He is. True. Praise the Lord. He is. Um, we've been having a lot of trouble from parents as well. <laughs> you think I'm an evil woman. And uh, praise the Lord, we've got a, a young man with us tonight who's just stood out and said, well, Jesus first in my life. Amen. And he's with us tonight because of that. And I'll tell you, the ones who praise the Lord the most, I, I know from my experience, I know that they're the ones who have been through the most persecution. <laughs> And so don't criticise people and think, oh, it's all bubble and froth. I know what they've been through. I doubt whether I could have gone through it myself. But praise the Lord. Now, what somebody I never knew, this really blessed me, and I'll shut up after this. Um, Somebody I I know sent me a Christmas card, but she didn't know what I'd been going through and what people had been saying against me at all. And... um, you know, it's one thing to be persecuted for praising the Lord, but it's another thing to be persecuted for other things that, you know, touch your integrity. Uh, however, on a Christmas card sent to me from somebody who knew nothing about it, they wrote this text, which is not a Christmas text at all. Psalm 118, verse 6. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Praise the Lord. No, not how you feel. What? I wouldn't be able to tell you that. No, I don't mean I mean what God is really doing in you. You know what I mean? Oh, he's making me perfect, isn't he? Yeah, that's it. I'm on the way to glory. Yeah. Well, I'm there actually, you know. Really, yeah. I'm on that way now. Yeah. So, well, how can I put it? Yeah. I usually so free when I'm doing this, and I can't get going tonight <laughs> for some reason or other. <laughs> um, I've enjoyed myself. Put it like that. All right, you haven't seen me jump and dance. I've often told Jim this. I find it very, very difficult to do it, except when I'm moved. But uh, you know, he does move me occasionally. <laughs> and I bless him for that. But um. 
what can I really say? Well, you touched on a subject that we've been thinking about quite a lot this week. We've been discussing it in our fellowship, that is, uh, not part of it. But we went on a little bit further. We went on to 1 John chapter 3. Yeah, that's what I was going to read. Sort of thing. And uh, <laughs> the marvellous statement there is, that which is born of God cannot sin. So we've gone on a little bit further, you see. We touched about the fact that if any man says he hasn't sinned, he deceives himself. We all know that. We all knew that we were sinners, you know, but now we're children of God. It's about time we change the whole outlook that we have. You know, we're so fond of dividing ourselves and we, we think it's being humble by grovelling, you know, and saying we're guilty, we're miserable sinners, you know. It's rammed down our throats in some, pla in some places. But, you know, the Bible doesn't say that to the Christian. It says, that which is born of God cannot sin. You know, that part which is of God, and all Christians have got God in them, that part can't, cannot sin. What we have to do is to recognise that our flesh will war against that. You know, you again touched on another subject, Paul talking about the things he wanted to do, he couldn't do. But he also says, I, just, I don't understand it. So I line myself up with him, I don't understand what's going on. But I praise God I've got the victory for it. I praise God that in his sight I'm perfect. You know, you know there's a scripture that says that uh, he's going to, Jesus is going to present us spotless and without fault or blemish before his throne of exceeding joy. You know, and it's a Christian's privilege to be able to place himself on par with Christ. You know, to be able to see things the way Jesus sees them, not the way we want to see them ourselves. You know, where we go wrong is when we look at ourselves. Perhaps there's another thing, you know, we shouldn't look for a sin in our lives. I believe we're wrong if we start doing that. Yeah. There's one person who can do that, and that is the Holy Spirit. That's his job. Amen, yeah. When he tells us we've done something wrong, we know we've done it wrong, and we know what to do. Yeah. Therefore, there's unbroken fellowship with the Christian because he gets rid of it straight away. That's it, yeah. It's really a fallacy to say, forgive me for all the things I've done wrong throughout the day, you know, and all that. But what have you done wrong? That's what I ask myself, you know, we're taught to say that. You know, forgive me for all the things I've done wrong during the day, but what have you done wrong, dear ones? Has the Spirit showed you anything? Because you wouldn't let it go right through the day then, would you? You'd say sorry then. And that is the way the Christian goes, day by day. That's how we can live perfect lives in God's sight, by walking in the Spirit. Knowing when he tells us we've done something wrong, well, get rid of it. Yes. You know, there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Oh, yeah. This is what the Lord's been showing me, and I've been sharing. I'm glad it's been received, because some people can't. You know, there's another very wonderful thing, you know. I was speaking last Sunday evening, and I happened to mention it. I don't know why. But I was looking round as I said it, and I saw heads go like that, you know. <laughs> and that was it. I said, I believe that when I take part in the communion service, that when I take the bread, I take in the body of Christ. He said, this is my body. And I believe that through faith, that bread becomes his body. You know, but there's far deeper implications than that. But, you know, that's what I believe. I believe also that when we take the cup, we're drinking his blood. We're receiving his blood into our own bodies. That blood which is sinless. And after all, the scripture says the life of the flesh is in the blood. 
So all Christians have got divine life within them. You know. And we're being quickened day by day by the same spirit that raised Jesus up from the dead. You and I are being made alive with the life of Christ. It's marvellous really, you know, and Christians should never be downcast. You know. The vicar at the church, St Andrews, he never he says I'm never down. Well, he doesn't see me when I am, but I praise God I don't remain down there very long. Sometimes so little space for people to say a word. But, uh, if you've got something that God's put on your heart, well, now's the time. <laughs> I believe, you know, because so often we, you know, we carry on and somebody's put something in somebody's heart, and you know, when when you're being led by the Spirit, it's often such such a uh, a small touch of God's hand upon your life. I find that anyway. So if you've got a word or something or just a little testimony of what God's done for you, speak because it's by what we confess. Yes. Amen. Is what we go the way we go on. Yes. I believe it. Confession is is a way of life, I believe. You know, exactly. if we say we trust God and believe God, we believe God. Yeah. It's true. You may not, may not realise that, but it's true. What we say yeah. is what we believe. Mm-hmm. You know, we can go around and I've done it myself. And I feel God laying out heart to say to you now. I've gone around and said negative things, you know, oh, that was terrible and this is getting worse. And, you know, <laughs> and I found things do get worse. But, you know, I found that when I'm positive with God, then he's positive with me. Tonight, brother and sister, if you've got something that God's put in your heart, well, say it, because it's your stepping stone for tomorrow. That's why we're so keen that, you, that people say what they, they, they feel in their heart, because that's the way we grow. That's the way we go on. We can have marvellous words from the Lord, and they might excite our mentality, but, you know, what God wants is our heart. And God wants us to speak from our hearts because that's the way we go on. I know that's the way it works for me because I couldn't do it any other way. Bless the Lord now. And I believe God wants somebody here to say something now from their heart. It will bring deliverance to them as well. Bless the Lord. Well, I'd like to just say that, as Margaret said, uh, we've been going through quite a lot recently. Uh, I'm not really supposed to be here, but the Lord got me here, so praise him. Anyway, uh, I'd just like to to tell you that, you know, whoever says you can't praise the Lord and you can't go and see Margaret Jacob and you can't dance around in the street, well, you know, who's it to, and what's it to them? I mean, the Lord says praise the Lord in the dance. The Lord says the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so it is. And, you know, if you come up against anybody who uh, wants to destroy the joy, mm. they'll have a problem, I'll tell you. But <laughs> the, the, the point is, just stick to your guns and just uh, cling to Jesus, because he'll bring you through. And he's done it to me, praise the Lord. Uh, Somehow I think that um, 
Well, as good as saying it's not the the thing that's needed. Um, to have more of the ministry of the Lord. And um, it made me sad a little bit to hear it, but the Lord gave me the strength because I could tell the person from experience. Amen. Jesus. I've, I've been through it. Not just a little bit at times, but a lot of times. Mm. And I've been down, and mm. I've not praised the Lord. Mm. It hasn't made me feel any better. <laughs> but when Dad, the Spirit just Dad, comes in you, Dad. and perhaps it's just a word from another Christian, that they pass on, and it just brings you up, wells up in you, and you praise the Lord. And I know that it's the only way to get the victory. Because God wants our praise. He wants our praise. He wants the real, true praise of a Christian. And I'd also like to say that if anyone feels ashamed of the young people here tonight and thinks they're too hilarious, I'd love to know that my son was the same way. Instead of the way when a loved one is taken from you. That power that when you have 
Oh, you have things on your door. Can just if you can like come this way. Then you know that God is with you. When other Christians turn and ridicule you, they say they love you, but because they see something different about you, they turn aside and don't want to know. Oh, oh, I pray that the power of the Spirit will come to all those we love, all those we've known, and so fill them that when that time comes for the Lord to come or to call, we shall be as one, one, all one in everything, one in the Lord, because it's so good, it's so kind, it's so lovely, and I'm looking forward to being with those, all those thousands who are singing and dancing, praising the Lord, all glory to God, Um, a lot of things have said about um, been said in times past about the glory of the Lord, the glory of the Lord is this, and the glory of the Lord is that. And I, I have found just lately that the glory of the Lord makes you enjoy your everyday life. And, uh, you know, at one time, um, I, used to, I used to be praising the Lord and getting in the spirit, and I used to feel I was just starting to enjoy myself, and everyone used to sit down. <laughs> Just lately, I, I have been drinking, eh? And I have been going to stop, and people say, keep drinking, keep drinking. And they keep the thing flowing and flowing, yes, so yes. you can guess, just get drunk and drunk and drunk and have a really good fill-up. Instead of just getting up to here, yeah. you just have a really good fill-up, so you just, oh, you can overflow, you know, when you walk out. <laughs> And um, I heard somebody say the other day, oh, oh, so-and-so is getting really, um, she's getting really spiritual, you know. She doesn't read the paper now and she doesn't watch the telly and she's got no desires for all these different things. But do you know, um, like that line was saying over there, this, this, well, you can't put it in words, but this, this Jesus, this spirit, that that um, possesses the whole being uh, and yes. and your whole life. So that's not le leading uh, 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 rules and regulations mm. and not doing this and doing that. But there's such a, a victory and an an enjoyment of of uh, the spirit and the Lord that even if you do things which some Christians would sort of look condemn that, <laughs> that just doesn't make any difference because you have got something greater in you and you're experiencing the God who is, is the things, what's that verse, um, the greater is he that is it in me than he that is it in the world and the things in the world, 
you know, you don't really, you're not bothered about them. But, all, but, but I have just experienced this last year or so that the glory of the Lord makes me enjoy every day life. just been a meeting when we come together and we said it was nice to be together and in lots of ways I feel it was more like a battleground. <laughs> I see bodies lying everywhere and so it is in the spirit but I thank God tonight, I thank you Lord tonight for what you've done in me Lord. I pray that that every one of us may feel thankful tonight for what you've done in us, Lord. And that we may be encouraged, if nothing else, tonight, to go on and move out in your spirit. Not in a, oh Lord, not let, let us not do it in the old way and in our old nature and our old strength and rub people up the wrong way and be a general nuisance, Lord. Give us that grace upon our lives, Lord, that makes us like you were, Lord Jesus, attractive to people. That you drew the crowds, Lord. You didn't have to put out posters everywhere. Or, or, <laughs> they knew you were there. Lord, make